This is Peter, and you're listening to the Night Party Podcast. I hope you enjoy it, because I don't. Antonius. <laughs> What's up, Zach? I don't know, man. Just hanging out. Man, I had to laugh and cry, sit in a corner after old boy, dude. That took a lot out of me. <laughs> Not going to lie. Um, so we're going to lighten the mood, apparently. Yeah, we are. So for those who don't know, unless you're a $20 member at our Patreon, patreon.com slash knifepartypod, you can become a Patreon for only $1 when you get all these episodes early and often. But we just got a new member, H1N1 Zombies, at the $20 level. Stop the bike, stop the bike, gets to decide what movies we play. That being said, we are also Patreon by other things, such as Pod is Killing Me. If you like Type of Negative, if you like 90s music in general, or if you like Mortal Kombat, especially the movie, you got to check out Pod is Killing Me. Um, anyway, sorry about that. Uh, how are you doing over there, Antonius? I'm good. How are you doing? So we've been talking about this, and uh, this has been the new practice as of what? One week or two weeks? Uh, two weeks. Two weeks. So you pick out a movie, I pick out a movie, and then our Patreon picks out a movie. You know, And uh, uh, I went dark with Old Boy, and you chose... Masters of the Universe. Which is a... A, fucking good movie. Yes, it is. <laughs> um, this movie does not at all suck. I mean, you know what? My Star Wars episode, while I was discussing <laughs> my pity party, <laughs> I was thinking about how cool Masters of the Universe was. <laughs> I mean, for instance, just listen. Dude, this is way better than Star Wars. <laughs> Star Wars could go suck a bag of dog. Listen to this. <laughs> Fuck yes! Super heroic mu- uh, music. I have the power! <laughs> uh, yeah, you can't go wrong with a start like this to a movie. Dude, this movie though... Oh, dude. Oh, <laughs> this movie fucking rules. I forgot about this movie. And the second you said, and I was like, Master of the Universe? Yeah. And it just, the spirit caught me. <laughs> fucking love this you movie. You were feeling dude. the power of Grayskull? Oh, my Lord. <laughs> yes. Let's fucking fuck this pig, shall we? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Wait, do we go. Triumphant, or do we go 80s? Ooh. Uh, do you want to keep it triumphant for now? Like while we talk about fun facts and stuff? All right, let's do that. All right, all right. 
So uh, this only got a 22% on Rotten Tomatoes, and it cost $44 million to make. <laughs> I know. Yeah. This uh, actually, this was um, canon, I believe. And uh, this fucked them up bad. Uh, the yeah, same year, it was canon, yeah. The same year they came out with Superman 4, which I really liked. But those two movies cost so much, and this one tanks so bad. Yeah. That it really hurt them. And they were supposed to do a Spider-Man movie, and they were not able to do it. No, and that was that was one of the things is they actually had Spider-Man ready to go and postponed it so that they could do this movie and the Superman 4, and they figured it was going to make so much money, the Spider-Man movie was going to be that much better. And because both these movies bombed, they basically just had to scrap Spider-Man. Yeah, and not only that, but I mean, looking back, they're both great movies, but the Superman movie should not have bombed. It was a good movie. It was good, but I think there was other releases at the time that kind of shadowed it. I think I think they also cannibalized their own um, market by releasing both around the same time. True, yeah, yeah. You know, these both came out in uh, 87? 87. Yes. Remember, we always talk about 86, 87 is the best years for, and for whatever reason, 84. Yeah, yeah. It's like that jump. It's like 84, 86, 87. Which is weird, but for some reason, like, it some is, of the though. best movies of all time, that's when they came your out. Your Evil Deads, your best Jasons, your best Freddies, your Brawls Halloweens, your, your Halloween. Terminator. Terminator I mean, so Robocop. Many franchises Dude, were spawned in the end of the 80s. It, the, the whole Dark Horse franchise yeah. was. 80s, yeah. 87, almost to the day. Right. Which is insane. This is the funny thing about talking about films, and we talk about a lot of movies, and I would consider us experts at this point. Okay. I mean, we watch more cinema than almost anybody, good, bad, and popular. True. Yeah. You know, and I will tell you this I recognize patterns by watching these movies all the time, whether it be a low budget or they're going for this feeling. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, sometimes I even made up the term going for a Fincher. Okay. okay. You know, oh, they're going for a Fincher. Yeah. You know, you know exactly what I mean when I say right, that, right? right. So, uh, or, oh, dude, st stop Tarantinoing it, you know, like, <laughs> shit like that, you know, yeah. where you could just like, oh my God, really? By the way, you know what is a good stop Tarantinoing? Have you ever said, uh, seen Two Days in the Valley? No. That movie is the best stop Tarantino ant movie that is actually good. Okay. But it's exactly that movie. It's like if Pulp Fiction met Dust Till Dawn. Oh, nice. Okay. And it's ridiculous. And it sounds like a good watch. It is. It it's kind of in a weird way have like Scorsese on it. <laughs> in a weird way it does. Okay. Anyway. We're talking about Masters Universe. Yeah. Oh, more fun facts. More fun facts. Uh, I mean, there's definitely a lot of stuff. Like the director, Gary Goddard, uh, this was the only movie he directed. Yes. And uh, the first movie he directed. And the first movie. he was Because, get it? Because it was his only movie. <laughs> <laughs> See, I was smart. I, I threw out some film knowledge without even knowing it. Yeah. Right. That was like checkmate, bitch. <laughs> Sorry. Go ahead. So he originally worked as like director for like theme park, uh, not rides, but like shows. Oh, dude, I played Roller Coaster Ty Tycoon. That's a fun game. Yeah. So he was basically doing that. He would like direct, like, you know, oh, there's like the Beetlejuice show at Universal. He was the guy directing that. 
and decided he wanted to do movies, did this, it did terrible, and he's like, yeah, I'm just going to go back to working at theme parks. Did you know the movie Cyborg starring Jean-Claude Vlad Damme <laughs> was the sequel to this movie? It's so they say. No, so it's, they it's say. the script was exactly the right. sequel to this movie. <laughs> I have that written down in my notes. So, Sunk Cannon. Uh, did you know Dolph did all his own stunts? He did, yeah. Uh, and the actor that played Blade actually taught everybody how to do all the sword fighting. Uh, Annie. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Annie stepped in uh, for Skeletor. Oh, dude, the guy who played Skeletor, you know his son loved uh, He-Man, Masters of the Universe? Yeah. And he got into shape. Like, he gained, like, 20 pounds of muscle because he wanted to be, like, the toy. Like, he wanted to be, like, as big as possible. Right. So he just did tons of push-ups and, like, calisthenics. Mm -hmm. And he, he got, like, ripped. That's pretty awesome. Yeah. That is dope. And he did it because his kid loved Masters so much. I love that, man. That like, that's of... the whole reason why he took the role is because his kid was like, a huge fan of the toys. See, I would be a good dad because I do that shit so much, but I'm too lazy. <laughs> I'm sorry. I know. But I'll forever be in your earbuds. Aww. I know. This is my only legacy, dude. Oh, this is my gold record that no one fucking listens to. Heavensheels.com. <laughs> Fucking listens to Heaven Seals, man. We kick ass. We rip off typo negative. All right. All right. Any more fun facts? Oh. So a lot of the uh Did you know Stallone almost did the overdubs for fucking uh uh um Dolph Lundgren? No, I didn't know it was you, Stallone. It was, I knew they were t thinking about overdubbing him. So they, it was but... gonna be Stallone was going to overdub him. And then it's funny because they sounded so much alike, they're like, fuck it. Just leave it, yeah. And he had in his contract three tries to do it, and Stallone's like, oh, I'll do it if he doesn't know how to do it. <laughs> and then He-Man goes and goes, I have you about it. And then they're like, it's the same, just keep it. <laughs> like, why are we paying for this? Like, we, we got it. Uh, did you know that like a lot of the costumes weighed like oh, over yeah. fifty pounds, the sixty girl, pounds? The girl that like, played Evil Lynn had like back problems after this movie. Yeah, like she legit when she was in the outfit, she couldn't sit down. Yeah, because she was afraid she wouldn't be able to stand up again. That's why she's never sitting in the movie. Dude, should we get in the movie now? Or do we, we have anything else? I mean, I could keep going on. Let's get in the movie and we could just dish it out as we go. All right. Okay. Cool. cool. All right. So it came from the 80s. Oh, wait. You know what? What? Let's play the trailer. <laughs> oh, okay. Trailer it up. At the far end of the universe, there is a planet ruled by a being of utter evil. We gotta play the trailer. <laughs> oh, shit. That's a lot of trailer. <laughs> and there is only one man who dares challenge him. Fuck yeah. They America, He-Man, Balls and Cock and stuff. <laughs> a battle that will finally be fought. Fucking hard dicks and, and cold beers. Is none of that is in this movie. Nobody move. Of Earth. I think I'm gonna need some backup. Can you show us the way? Of course. No. 
This is a very visual trailer, obviously, because there's no fucking dialogue from what's in galaxy. Oh, finally. They have come to Earth. They have come to Earth. They're talking over it. Frank Langella as Skeletor. Damn right. Only they have the powers to be. Masters of the universe. Masters of the universe. Live the adventure. Bravo. <laughs> Bravo trailer. All right, let's fuck this thing. <laughs> All right, so we have our intro, right? And you see, like, Skeletor, you know, and he's all evil and shit. You know, you have the Empress. She's his captive, you know. And then we got the, the intro, the He-Man. Right. Yeah, right? Any comments on this? Am I am I reading it right so far? You are. Okay. You're doing very well so far. Thank you. Would you like to continue <laughs> or shall I continue? Because my next note is Guidor's introduction. <laughs> Gwildor? Gw <laughs> Did I just say a racial slur? I, uh, maybe a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> Can I not? Hold on. Can I not? Don't cancel me again, bro. <laughs> Gwildor. Gwildor, yeah. Okay. I'm all right, right? You're good. Okay, You're good. okay. All right. So, you know, He-Man, you know, they're all hanging out, and they're at a lab, and they got, like, this cosmos, cosmic key, and then Skeletor, you know, they their troops, and they raid the place, and it's all mm -hmm. nuts. Mm -hmm. All right. Thoughts, comments, complaints? Uh, well, yeah. So, Gwildor is this cool little uh, alien cool? creature. Wait, wait. Stop the bike. Cool. He's cool? He's cool. He's fucking annoying. He is awesome. He's like- And you want me to watch Willow? <laughs> yeah. You are such a pain in the fucking asshole. Can you get a little darker than what a Willow? Is <laughs> what is this? The never-ending story is next? Actually, you know what? That would be pretty good. Have you ever seen The Secret of Nim? Uh, no. <gasps> Dude, I have not seen that one. That is one of the evilest, darkest, coolest cartoons you'll ever see, ever. Okay. Okay. I'll make a note of it. I think it's done by the dude that did, like, Wizards and Lord of the Rings. Like, you okay. know, uh, Balshi, I think. Or maybe not him. Anyway, you got to see it. It's awesome. It's not Disney, too. It's mm. like, it's like a, anyway, it's, it's uh, based off a book called Rats and... Back to E-Man. <laughs> Let's talk about toys. So, so Gwildor, he's this awesome little dude. He's a He's adventure. not awesome. He's an inventor. Yes, he is. <laughs> and uh, so he makes this thing called a cosmic key, and it uses music to access like wormholes to anywhere in the universe at any time, which is super awesome. Uh, so Skeletor basically tricks him into giving him one, uh, and so he wants to kill Goldor. So they raid the place after He-Man uh, gets him from the soldiers. Yes. Um, and now in the movie, one thing they don't really tell you. But the soldiers are actually robots. Yes. Um, so Mattel told the company that you cannot have He-Man kill anybody. Right. In this movie, because it would ruin toy sales, or at least we would we would think that it would very much hurt toy sales. Yeah. So the movie company already had tape, and they go, "The robots." Yeah. There's they just, no blood. They, yeah, they just, it's an unspoken thing in the movie, but they're robots. They're not No, they have no people. blood. They're robots. Yeah. They're like noob cybot and shit. You know? <laughs> they're like they're Mortal Kombat like robot guy, like right. ninjas. <laughs> That's fine. 
I'm cool with it. I, it works. It, it works. I'm not mad at it. Yeah. I am not mad at it. What? <laughs> they're cool in stormtroopers. I mean, they're wearing some stormtrooper s. But they're armor, way cooler, dude. They look like from like XCOM or something. Oh, true. Yeah, yeah. You know, they look like uh, that looks like some kind of tactical battle armor. <laughs> you know, and it, it does those look, swoopy bike helmets. <laughs> it's super, dude. I told you, this movie's got so much awesome '80s cheese, and this is just a part of it. The yeah. design of the plastic. Cyborg suits. Yeah, it's 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 great. It's Power Rangers esque. Okay, okay. You know what I mean? Yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah. It really is. All right. Uh, shit. What I got next? Uh, so, Grayskull. Right? They're there. They can't open. You know the door. They're getting attacked and everything else. And so yeah. Gildor just like makes a key to like any old place, and then He Man like ropes them in and like they. They lasso in there, like Tarzan the way in there, if, I, if I'm not yeah, mistaken. Yeah, they use, like, a Gwildor has this, like, secret door in the back of his place that is, like, an underground tunnel to Castle Grayskull. It's, like, a secret entrance. And so that's how they sneak into the castle to uh, fight Skeletor. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So, but they, they go through the portal, if I'm not mistaken, right after that, right? Or no? Well, yeah. So they try and like attack Skeletor and and save the the uh, queen uh, of light in there. So, all right, I'm talking about when they meet up in the '80s though, and they're at the chicken shack. Yeah, that's after they go through the portal. So they fail at uh, rescuing the queen. So they use a portal. Uh, and they don't know where it's going to. They just jump in to escape, and it ends up as Earth in the 80s behind a chicken shack. And then uh, we have Man-at-Arms. Yeah. We have his daughter. I forget her name. Tila. I, Tila. Okay, thank you. And then we have Gwil... Gwildor. Uh, hold on, hold on, hold on. You say it, because I'm worried. <laughs> Gwil... Gwildor. Gwil. Cousin of Gondor. Gwildor. Gwild. Oh, shit. Han shot first. All right. <laughs> so, um, then Man at Arms' daughter gets all like vegan on us. She's like, Oh, yeah, yeah. They steal some uh, food. It's like ribs and chicken. With, with a grappling hook, like. You know, right. like, like <laughs> spear gun grappling hook, like something out of Mega Man. It was pretty dope. Yeah. It, it, or like Legend of Zelda. It's like, you know, <laughs> and it grabs it and it goes, <laughs> and it's it everything it perfectly. <laughs> he never misses a shot. No, no. It's like, it is a hook shot. That's, yeah. that's what you call it. All right. But yeah, so they start eating and then uh, they, they the man at arms tells them that they're eating animals. It used to be a living thing, and then Tila's like, oh, my God, like, these guys are so barbaric, like, eating animals. Well, remember they see a cow, like, within five or ten seconds of the scene, too. Right, and Gwildor tries to communicate with it. Yes. So this little dude just walks up and is like, moo, moo. Anyone <laughs> communicating with an animal would freak me out because that would mean that they have the capacity to have sex with said animal. I, I don't know about that, but... I'm not talking about when you talk to your cat, but if you're trying to like pet a cow's head and go talk to me, animal, that um, that's that's a little that's a little no go. You merely adopted the language. <laughs> Hold on. 
<laughs> you merely adopted the mule that I was born into. Yes, but stuff with the cow. All right, we good? I'm so glad it's the Patreon only. <laughs> oh, no. This is going to be a lie, motherfucker. This is going to be a lie. Oh, God. This episode is sponsored by Coors, not Coors Light, just Coors. <laughs> if you uh, want to get silly, be in California and drink Coors after you do other things. <laughs> that means eating almond Snickers, or at least it's a gateway to that. All right, where yeah. are we? Yeah. Uh, so after this point, they all split up to try and find the key because it's uh, it's got lost in transit, and that's where it cuts to Julie and Kevin. Yes, uh, and Julie is played by Courtney Cox, which this is actually her first movie that Ever. she did. Yeah. Also, she works at said Chicken Shack. She does. Yeah. Right. And then, um, so I think her parents have to go on like a. A fucking plane ride or some shit? They they did. Uh, unfortunately, they didn't make it. And so uh, Julie's leaving town, and so Kevin takes her to the cemetery to say like a last goodbye before she leaves. And while they're there, they actually find the key, the cosmic key. Yeah, and then he picks it up and he goes like, oh, I need to take this guitar center and like get it appraised. <laughs> Doesn't he say that? Yeah, he, well, he needs to take it to uh, Charlie's. And he's like, this is one of those shop. new Yamaha Japanese synthesizers. Right. And it's like, boop, 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 boop. <laughs> this is something like that, right? Yeah. It was, uh, it was pretty dope. Like, definitely very 80s synthy sound. Um, so... They take off uh, to go to his sound check because he's a musician, uh, and they have like the high school dance. Oh yeah, and he's trying to like get uh, her to come over. Like, oh, are you gonna come to the concert today? You're gonna go to, and right. it's it and it's like, it's pretty respectable for a kid at his age. You know, mm -hmm. I mean, that's a good gig. Like that's a, a high solid way. It's a yeah. fucking so high school dance. That's a that, yeah. For his age, you know what? I was I was watching this and uh, at you know. A lot of people consider this pathetic, but like as a musician, that would be a solid gig. That would be hella fun. Yeah. It would be. Anyway, sorry. Um, I, I just I just wanted to say like <laughs> how that would be really cool. That's all. I mean, if at that age, I would have loved to have a gig like that. Fuck at this that age, I would I would have done a gig like that. <laughs> you just can't like you got to look at the moms. Yeah, yeah, true. See, <laughs> dude, I just talked you into it, didn't I? <laughs> a little bit. I told you we need to start a metal band. Remember, Creep Show, yeah, yeah, <laughs> Creep Show, oh, yowza. <laughs> I thought we were doing a podcast. What, what's going on with you, <laughs> you unprofessional prick? Oh, uh, Creep Show, <laughs> what, yeah. <laughs> so they're they're he's playing the keyboard. <laughs> yeah. All right, no more. I promise. <laughs> they, I promise. They're, they're doing their thing, and they decide Can to we play take around five? with the synthesizer. Can we <laughs> sure, let's take five. <laughs> let's take five. Let's take five. And we're back. All right, welcome back, everybody. Sorry, we we needed. I needed to pee. Yeah, <laughs> I needed to pee like a motherfucker. <laughs> so coming back, so they were at the uh, the school gym, sort of thing. So they're playing around with the key, and they hit the like energize button, and a huge light show comes out. Oh, dude, it looks cool because it's like 
it's like <laughs> and then and then it well it does and then it like all these scales kind of open up and it makes all this light and then you see these like tuning forks like fly in the air right it's it's super dope yeah the effect is cool dude they did a great job with it yeah because it, it looks like a, a floating prism sort of thing it's super beautiful yeah um and so kevin gets all super excited it's like oh i gotta take this to charlie so he's like all right you stay here i'll be back and just dips out just leaves her there all alone yeah i noticed that a lot of eight, 80s movies the dude will just be like i need to leave and the girl just is abandoned and now rewatching him, I'm thinking, dude, really? <laughs> you could, like at least drop her off at the like next Seven Eleven. You're just like, I gotta go. And the girl's just there, and there wasn't cell phones back then, right? Like, what the that fuck? Was, I I mean, I guess maybe because it was like a small town. I so I it's don't like she's probably safe. Still, you know, it's not like it's L.A. or something. Dude, if like, it's a small town, she's probably like three miles from her house. Yeah, <laughs> at least, yeah. And she's got heels on. <laughs> they always at have least, heels. At least quads. <laughs> right. You know. Anyway, go on. Sorry. Uh, I apologize. <laughs> Women, I'm here for you, okay? <laughs> Women, I've come for you. <laughs> that does I've not come sound for you. any better. <laughs> oh, no. We just did Dune. I was just quoting Dune. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Can I not quote Dune? No, you can quote Dune. Okay. Yeah, Dune it up. Get off me, dude. <laughs> Get off me, Dune. <laughs> Uh, while while she's in your chin, cause I let my nutsack slag in the wind. (laughs) Oh, that is awesome. (laughs) But while she's there alone, welcome to the Night Party Podcast. (laughs) Remember, for only one dollar at Patreon.com, you can subscribe to Night Party Pod. (laughs) You get all episodes early and often. Back to you, Antonio. So while she's left all alone, Mm -hmm. Skeletor sends his, like, top soldiers. Oh, yeah. These guys are badass. It reminds me of Mortal Kombat. Very much so, yeah. Because there's, like, a dude with swords named Blade. Right? It's a very classic 80s cheese. Like There's a a reptile named Reptile. Right. There is um, Beastmaster. My favorite, Beastman. Oh, dude, you're into that kind of stuff? I mean, not that there's anything wrong with that. But, I mean... You know, it could be a mess to clean up afterwards. That's uh, what I've heard. A little bit, yeah. Get yeah. stuck in the hair. Do you guys do doggy tail? <laughs> oh. Do you know what? This is brutal. Okay, well, I'm just, you're the one that's telling me you're in the Beastman stuff. <laughs> you know, I don't know. And then we have Evil Lynn, who's hot as fuck. Yes. Oh, man. Jesus yeah. Christ. Um, so... They're, they're like in a warehouse Mortal Kombat situation. There's a lot of Mortal Kombat going on in this. I feel like they definitely took something from this movie. Yes, they had to have. They had to have, yeah. There's especially Mortal Kombat 2 with like the whole gateways and everything. Right, right. Dude, there's, there's a lot of Mortal Kombat here. So anyway, we have Blade who's really cool. He's bald. He's yoked. He, he looks, looks like Kano. I was going to say, <laughs> he was like a cross between Kano and Justin Statham. Oh, yeah, yeah, okay. Because he's got a lot of Justin Statham to him, you know? Like, <laughs> even his voice, like, he's like, I got a lot of Kai now. I miss me. A little Justin Statham in there as well. <laughs> yeah, just a little bit. My name's Blade. My name's Blade. I'm going to fuck you up, Justin Statham. <laughs> yeah, I fought a giant shark. <laughs> he's doing that again, I've heard. Yeah. He's Mag- doing that again. It's Meg Part 2, the trench. Justin Statham. <laughs> there's there's going to be like 10 of them or Shut something. Up. I didn't tell you to speak, you son of a bitch. 
Jason Statham. Yeah, that was a good song part. Yeah. All right. Dude, why do it? Why is it great to play '80s dance mix when you're, when you're reviewing <laughs> stupid '80s movies? It just makes it so much better. It does in every way. It? Yeah. it really does. All right. So uh, now they're in the warehouse, and we have the cat and mouse game of of uh, Julie, her boyfriend. Mm-hmm. Uh, is Gwildor there? Uh, no, Gwildor's not. They there haven't yet. met yet. Yeah, yeah. So all the hunt, all the uh, like soldiers, they attack Julie. Looking for the key, and they set the whole school on fire, um, which is pretty awesome. Uh, so she ends up. Running I was gonna. Out. I have so many jokes to make, but I'm not going to make them. <laughs> Keep going. So she runs out, and it's like a storage, like uh, a storage area or something. She runs into there, and that's when He-Man shows up and, and all that, and fights him off. Uh, and then uh, Man at Arms shows up with Tila. So there's this nice like laser battle, sword fighting, like yeah. blade fights with He-Man. And he's like, when he blocks the lasers, they like reflect back. Yeah, he's got like a mirrored like chrome sword or something. It like blocks them all. Dude. Very Jedi-esque, you know? Well, I mean, it's a plus five longsword. <laughs> I don't know if you noticed this, uh, the laser blasts, they went total Star Wars with it. So the bad guys, they only have the red lasers. But and the Google, arms they have the Tila, green they and have blue. The green and blue. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I noticed that. They they totally did that. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with that. That's, that's not wrong. But it was one of those. It was it's like, good, it's actually really good filmmaking, because you could actually show. Dude, we just talked about old boy was the right, right. I mean, you know, there's little tricks you could do in filmmaking that are cheap and easy, and they really just establish like certain things without. Yeah, they're they're putting it out there and they're jump jumping the shark clearly. But the thing is, is your brain doesn't need to. You go, oh yeah, it's easy, you know. Right, right. You don't have to think about like, is that friendly fire or you know? That yeah, kind of yeah. Thing. It, and in it fact, defines in, it. Yeah. And in fact, in real life, um, every uh, army usually has a different color of squib, and a squib is uh, one of the last bullets fired out of a clip. Okay. And they'll have a di- they'll have like a, a shine like a firework. And they'll be a different color. Oh, so you know. Okay. So you know it's you shooting A and also two, so it's not friendly fire. Right, right. So okay. in a magazine, it's like the last five will go, or the last three or whatever. Right, they'll, right. They'll, they'll make a color. They'll have the tracer or whatever. Yeah, they'll okay. have, yeah, exactly. And they'll all be different colored. So, you know, there you go. Just saying, I'm just yeah. defending the movie. Sorry. <laughs> no, I'm not saying it's bad. Like, I definitely, it was just something I noticed. But uh, obviously, He-Man whoops everybody's butt, uh, and they go running with tails between their legs, and they hop in a portal back to Castle Grayskull, where- Eternia. Eternia. And Skeletor is all pissed because they failed. Yeah. And they're all groveling and everything. Skeletor zaps Reptile. And kills him. And, kill- and he, like, incinerates him. And you're like, dude, explode, he was cool. Like- he was he was probably one of the creepiest, coolest ones. Yeah. I know. I wanted evil and a reptile to have like a sex scene in this movie. <laughs> As an adult, I was like, that would be dope. I haven't seen that in you porn yet. Oh God. <laughs> I'm giving away way too much information about myself. <laughs> a little bit, yeah. That's why I love this podcast. It's free therapy. That's I guess I like hairy things, you like reptilian things. I like hairy things too, but I mean I, I just don't want to like, you know, do a miff miff and have a litter box in the hotel room. Go on. Um, And so they they get with Julie and they go try and track down Kevin uh, at the music store. 
And uh, Skeletor sends the group back with Evelyn to go track him down and everything. Uh, and then on the way, Kevin actually comes back and finds the school on fire. Uh, and this uh, cop. Oh, yeah, the dude from um, uh, Top Gun. Yeah, Top Gun. I think he was also in uh, Back to the Future. He was. Yeah. So he always plays the tough guy. He always has like a shotgun. You like know a what's weird shotgun is, for some how, come, reason. how come he was not in um, RoboCop? I feel like he, he should have been, yeah, been in it. He definitely should have been in that. Yeah. Like, he, he would have been perfect in that movie. As who, though? Because the sergeant, I kind of like the sergeant as he is. Like, he would have been good as one of the bad guys. Oh, okay. Like Emil. He would have been a better Emil. Oh, that would have yeah. been a good option. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There we go. Dude, we just, that's how Robocop goes to 102%. <laughs> yeah, someone recut that shit. <laughs> I know, dude, I know there's like, but they say by next year, you could be able to do that. Oh, that'll be sick. Oh, with the AI stuff? Dude, that's creepy as fuck. That's super, I'm not. I am not creepy, a fan. But it's kind of cool at the same time. They're even telling people, tell your spouses and your loved ones, say, "Hey, if you get a call and it's my voice saying I was kidnapped, call me before you do anything." Oh, because that's something that's going on now. Really? Now think about us, dude. We're on. The, I'm on the radio a lot. There's right. a lot of my voice. You could actually put this through a, a synthesizer for all the years I've done radio. Right. For the, 12 years I've done radio, there's enough of me where you can have me speaking in long conversations and it would sound exactly like me. I could have a lot of fun with that. <laughs> I would definitely be canceled. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> you know, life, I swear to God, ladies and gentlemen, it's uh, it's killing me. All right, what do we got next? That's uh, the universe. <laughs> Hold on. Yeah, I'm out the universe. <laughs> uh, so, E-Man and Julie, they're trying to track it down. Uh, so they end up going to the music shop. Kevin gets dropped off there by the cop, and they're looking at the, the key. Uh, when they get attacked by Skeletor and his henchmen, they break in the music shop, start shooting it up. Uh, like Julian and this scene's really cool though the shootout in the music store oh it's dope they like load up like amps and cabinets and stuff I love make, it like, barricades and all that it's it's really cool dude I, I love seeing in especially 80s movies where there's a store and like gunfire happens <laughs> I don't know why it just it's just to see merchandise get destroyed is fun it kind of is, yeah, because it's always there's huge explosions and everything like that. It's kind of like, too, I know what you do for a living, and seeing a music store exploded is like when I used to work at Starbucks, and in Fight Club, they would destroy, like, the coffee shop. Oh, yeah, yeah. And I was like, yeah, fuck that coffee fuck that It's good times, you know? That's Yeah, that's pretty dope. Or, like, when I worked at grocery stores and I saw uh, Hot Fuzz, the whole oh, shootout at the dude, end. Dude, yeah, yeah. Dude, we need to do that movie. That's I think that's one. coming on that's almost favorites. 20 years. Okay. I think it's almost there. I think it's... It's got to be at least 15, I think it's, right? I think it was 2008. Okay. We're almost there. We're almost there. We're almost yeah. there. <laughs> All right, where the so fuck they, were we? They get in the, the shootout, and so, like, He-Man, a man of arms, they're, like, fending him off. is trying to use the key in the back room. <laughs> Whoa. Excuse me. Try and figure out the uh, portal to get back home and everything. 
And then while this is going on, uh, Evelyn shows up and convinces Julie to bring the key out. Oh, yeah. Disguises her mother. Right. She's so, like, we're doing really important work, sweetie. I'm sorry. We had to fake our deaths and everything else. And she's like, there's that, that shiny thing. Go get it. And yeah. she brings it to her, and it's Evelyn, and she's hot, and I want to fucking prounce on her. <laughs> God damn it. I just want to bite her skin so hard. Dude, and then Julie has this Lick total, her fucking like, face. <laughs> Lick her eyeballs. She has this, like, 1950s horror movie. You know that chin? I just want to <laughs> pinch it. <laughs> Evelyn. Give me a call. I'm not going to lie. I totally had a childhood crush. Oh yeah. It got worse when I saw it though. It just reevaluated <laughs> what's wrong with me sexually. Or what's right. I mean um. All right, dude, I'm gonna fan myself. Just fucking move on with the movie, dude. I don't wanna so, do it a so show Julie with you has in a reaction. Total like nineteen fifties horror movie. She's like grabbing her hair, screaming and everything. Uh, and they run out to go get her. Evelyn takes off. Uh, mm. and then everybody else cruises out. Uh, and takes off with the key. Uh, and one thing I found interesting is they got these giant like hovercrafts. Oh, that this part is awesome. Around the city in. What's wrong with that? And like, it's joisy. Nobody notices. Well, it's joisy. Like one person that's like, oh my god, there's a giant floating castle. Like maybe, dude, we should it's do new, something. it's not even that, dude. This thing it looks awesome. It's like an ark that floats. It's it's a <laughs> throne that has like this hovercraft like. Aft deck on it. I feel it. like Stargate got yeah, some oh, of their stuff. Yeah, from this. yeah, most definitely. Yeah. And then all these like robot goons ride on these hoverboards. Hoverboards, yeah. yeah. And, and they're kind of shaped like spades. Right, right. And He Man eliminates one and gets on it. And then we have like our cool part and Ninja Turtles, like, uh, uh, where they're on the surfboards going, you know, like... Oh, like the Turtles in Time? Yeah, game? exactly, yeah, yeah, where yeah. you, you where they would go up and down and you would, like, fight, like, the fucking uh, Foot Clan who are robots, because it's exactly it's that. It's the exact same thing, yeah. He, throw, he goes through the streets of New Jersey, and he's using his sword to, like, cut through robot people. Remember, they're not people. They're not people, they're robots. Because you can't kill anybody in yeah. this movie. But he like slashes them; they just explode in this green mist. Or you see like a, a trigger flare and they fall. Right, right. Uh, one thing I really liked about their guns is like they're like rifles, but they have like almost like a Klingon blade on the backside. Yeah, of it. they did look cool. Yeah, they look very kind of like they're trying to go for that biomechanical thing, but budget, budget, eighties, yeah. So they had to go with the hard plastic, primered out black kind right. of look, which still look good. It still look good for sure. Uh, and so He-Man defeats the other uh, flying robots, and zooms by Skeletor uses uh, Gwildor's grapple and snags the the key. Uh, yeah. the key back from Evelyn and everything. And so they take off. Um, is this not the part where um, the whip happens? On uh, Courtney Cox's character, or is that a little bit later? No, uh, yeah, not. Oh, it is. Yeah, yeah. Skeletor like zaps her. Yeah, and, and his lightning is like a poison. Yeah. It's not a normal. Um, it's not like a normal blast. It like causes like 
uh, ne necrificate. I forgot what you call it, but it's where your cells just start uh, decaying. Right. It's almost like she got bit by like a snake. Yeah, and it starts, exactly. Like, eating the flesh. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and then, and then uh, this is where He Man has his most lines. He's like, "Go to take care of her. Make sure she's cooled." <laughs> or so, something of the of the sorts, right? Right. Wait, hold on. I'm talking, so we. Yeah. So then, anyway, he asked. The, yeah, I get. I get the cool music. Oh, okay. So. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fuck yeah. So anyway, um, you know, He Man has to make sure she has like a wet cloth because in the '80s, a wet cloth over the forehead would like cure any. It cures everything. Every, they like uh, use He Man's cape. To yeah. like cover her and and everything, yeah, yeah. So let's get her warm, but let's keep her head cold. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. It makes sense. It works. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if I had a dollar every time I saved a life by putting a wet towel over their head and a cape over their, you know, actually it hasn't happened. So, <laughs> but when it does, I, I'll let you know what the statistics are. Because <laughs> if I'm batting zero, I don't think it's a good idea, and I'm pretty sure I will be batting zero. Um. So now they they kind of have to get her to like Eternia in order to heal it or right. something like that. Because only the the queen, the sorceress, can heal the wound. But I'm sure around this time, if memory doesn't mistake me, this is when the uh, detective comes up and and pulls him over, and they're in the pink Cadillac, if I'm not mistaken, as well. Yeah, he like goes to get other cops and everything to to take him out or to to arrest them. Uh, and yeah, ends up tracking him down to the pink caddy. Um, and that's where they're trying to figure out um, how to get back uh, because Skeletor surrounded He-Man with the key and basically took him prisoner back to Eternia. Yeah, and uh, well, he surrendered. He goes, surrender your soul. <laughs> Remember that part? And yeah. he puts it in like the locker thing and he goes, and it covers up the sword and it's like dramatic like oh no the sword is locked you know and then uh so they go back and uh like no he man and he goes i'll come back for you <laughs> <laughs> uh so they go in and now they're in eternia and um now this is where we have the lightsaber whip yeah. torture scene which is actually pretty good it is pretty the, good the effects are pretty fucking they're 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 great. They're they're not fetch, but they're fleek. Right. You know what I mean? They're it it for being in the eighties, it actually holds up. Dude, Skeletor's well. makeup is fucking phenomenal. Oh, they're absolutely great with Dude, that. Yeah. Like the not practical effects. Not since legend have you've seen a, a like a villain with that great like prosthetics. Right. Right? Maybe the fly, but the thing is, is the fly wasn't the character. It didn't have like a voice or anything, you know. But like, legend, you that character is in that makeup, you right. know. In this movie, it's in that makeup. It looks, it looks delicious. It looks great. It's yeah. Fucking dude. I mean, and then when he becomes Gold Skeletor, right, dude, that looks dope too. Because now he looks like more like a mummy and shit. Oh, dude. He does. The only thing though, like they were trying to keep the skeleton nose. On there, yeah, and it I know. Looks like a pig nose. You could see it, yeah. But I mean, on celluloid, you you wouldn't know. No, you wouldn't know. You yeah. wouldn't know. I mean, it looks great. I, I fucking love it. 
So um, after the torture scene, uh, what happens next? If, if I'm not mistaken, uh, the cops co get teleported in, but I forgot how. Yeah, so Gwildor and Kevin end up being able to make a portal out of a keyboard and a bunch of random stuff that they find. At, at, at Pro at, Audio? At, at Pro Audio and the, <laughs> at Charlie's Music. Uh, and so they open a portal <laughs> and and get back to Castle Grayskull. And when they do that, the portal's so big, it like takes a chunk of the street. So like the the officer and all the other cops and everything end up getting. It's like Terminator with Two, it. where it takes it with it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I love that. That's so cool. Yeah, that does happen. Um, and then, uh, uh, so they come in and yeah. they start blasting. It do. It's, it's a shootout. It's lasers versus yeah. like like fucking like revolvers and shotgun. Dude, it's great because they almost hit the detective. He gets pissed. And he's like, oh, yeah. Oh, it's like that It's like that, yeah. And he just stands up with a shotgun and just lays down like six dudes. Like, boom. Oh, oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. Boom. They're not dudes. They're robots. The robots. The robots. Like six, it's California. Remember, dudes, that, hey, dude, dude, dude. Okay. Well, not, no, it's not only that. It's like, remember Mattel <laughs> sponsored oh, this episode. So, <laughs> and we're not allowed to say that anyone was killed in this Nobody episode. was killed, but he. Okay, thank you fucked up some robots that's for he, sure robots like he unloaded the shotgun on the robot yeah bill gates had a lot of work that night what Ooh. <laughs> sorry that was, dumb. That was which so gives he-man the opportunity to run up and pull the sword from the stone yeah and what does he say oh uh, come on the most uh, like yeah. wait hold on hold on <laughs> I have the power! <laughs> but like a bit more manly. Okay. <laughs> I, Peter Steele, I have the power. <laughs> I don't think you can get more manly than that. I, I don't know if he can. <laughs> Alright. So now he has got the sword and he's all dope and shit. Now, here's where the studio ran out of money. Oh really? Okay. Right. So if you you rewatch this movie like today, right? Yeah. Or, or okay. Yeah. So did you notice the sword fight between Skeletor and He Man is all blacked out in the background? Yeah. That's because they filmed that in a blackened room. They were out of money. Oh, I just thought it was a cool effect. Like nothing else in the universe matters, dude. It worked. It worked. Yeah. It worked so well. Like yeah, it made it like kind of like anime right. where you had like a black. You know, like nothing else matters. Right. Yeah, exactly. Nope. That was done because they ran out of money. <laughs> but it works. It works. It was perfect. Like it was it was absolutely fantastic. And so this is where you got the super powered gold uh skeletor fighting Yield <laughs> And so uh He Man at one point breaks Skeletor's staff and Skeletor loses all of his power, turns back to normal. And the Empress becomes from old to young again. Yeah, yeah. She gets regained her her power, uh, and Skeletor like kind of pretends like he can't really do anything, and then pulls a sword on He-Man, and He-Man basically like Spartan kicks him down a, a shaft. Yeah, it's dope. <laughs> and he falls down. He's like, no. <laughs> and of course, just like Jason or Freddy, at the end he comes out and goes, but I'll be back. You know. He does, yeah. But after that's the after credits. the credits. Yeah, yeah. And it it's was... funny because this is one of the first movies to do that. It is, yeah. And he said, I'll be back. He totally ripped off Arnold's line. Uh, this is 
87. Yeah. Terminator 2 came out in 91. He said it in Terminator 1. But he didn't go, I'll be back. Yeah, when he's in the police station. No, he said, I'll be back. But he didn't go, I'll be back. You know, like. Oh, okay. You know what I mean? It. Arnold got, I'll be back. You know, he yeah. we, that was later than, I'll be back. Okay. You know, you know what I mean? It, oh, wasn't, right, right. it wasn't a thing. It wasn't it, a thing yet, for yet. sure. Yeah. That was a once, one and done. When this movie came out, him, that was like Jason and Freddy shit. That was dope. Oh, that was totally like a Freddy moment, for sure. For sure. Yeah. And that's what made it so cool. You know, it was like. We got a Freddy moment in a kids movie. You know, you know what I mean? I mean, this was a rated PG movie and I mean, remember no one dies in it. No one dies. I mean, by today's standards, I still still think oh, it might be a PG-13. I I would think this would be a PG-13. PG-13, yeah. Just because of all the like skin actually no, they but don't care about that. It's anymore. just like the violent on the yeah. shooting and all that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but yeah. Oh, yeah. Because guns now are right. Like, yeah. If you, have, I think, if you have like a certain amount of, of gu- like a gun on screen, mm-hmm. I think it's probably you get a rated R a rating. I don't. Yeah. I don't know. I'm just. I'm just throwing it out there. That's probably a thing. It would be at least PG-13. Yeah. yeah. But uh, so He-Man saves the day. Uh, they save Julie. They heal her. Uh, and then afterwards. Uh, oh, the greatest thing is the detective stays behind with a harem. Yeah. He gets only. <laughs> That is the coolest part, dude. He was like, "Why am I gonna go back there? Like, I, I got, got I, I got these girls. I got grapes. <laughs> I wear a toga. I got my shotgun, my boomstick. Right? He's I'm like, good. Hell of a retirement, right? Yeah. Like- <laughs> dude, I love that part. That part is so funny. As an adult, too. That, it's, it's, I'm like, I would do the same thing, 100%. I remember laughing at that as a kid and not know, understanding why it's funny. Now as an adult, I laugh at that and know exactly why that's right. funny. <laughs> oh, man, that part's great, too. What else we got? Um, so, yeah. so Oh, the parents reunited scene. Right. So, they Gwildor says he could send, uh, send them back. To any time. Any time. And at first, they're like, no, no, no. And then as they're going through the portal... Julie's like, no way, yeah, send me back, send me back before. So she wakes up to the day her parents are supposed to leave. Yeah, and she gets the keys and gets rid of them, and um, they're like, Julie, you know, and it's like it's like a big dramatic thing. And then she runs over to her boyfriend. She's like, do you remember? And they both remember it, and then they have that little keychain necklace yeah, uh, yeah, pendant. Yeah, the sphere thing. And yeah. it's Eternia is inside there. So their universe is inside, like, her pendant. Right, which is a very, like, men in black yeah. sort of thing. Yeah. Actually, it was my D&D campaign, but okay. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Um, but, yeah, and so the universe was saved from Skeletor, uh, and, and Julie got her parents back. Yeah, and then did you get a little wispy at the end of this? Maybe. So did I. <laughs> I'm not even gonna lie, dude. The whole parents dying thing, dude. It got it got me. It got me, dude. I'm not gonna lie. I was I was a little wispy. I was like, fuck yeah, dude. Everything was, came out okay. Like it was one of those things. As a kid, I really didn't care. But as but an like, adult, as I got older, I was like, that's actually pretty awesome. 
Like, yeah. She gets her parents Dude, back. Dude, I'm telling you, I used to laugh at Mrs. Doubtfire. Watch it now. Dude, Mrs. Doubtfire will make you fucking ball. Like really? A bitch. It will. Dude, I'm laugh. not even like No, I you'll laugh, but I'm swear I swear, dude. It is the awkward humor oh, is cringe yeah, yeah. and and how like un oh fuck, I hate saying this. You know how certain jokes can't be funny anymore? Right. It's it, I'm not going to say it's Tropic Thunder, but it's it's close. Oh. With the brothers and everything right, else. Right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I mean, okay. But it's funny as fuck, but it's sadder than fuck, man. I always felt sad for him like lo- you know, losing his kid and everything like that. It's been a while since I watched it. I feel like it might hit me harder now that I'm older. Maybe. So there we go. Master of the Universe. Booyah. Very awesome movie. It is. Super 80s cheese, but absolutely fantastic. It's uh, 22 Rotten Tomatoes. What do you give it? Do I give it like a solid 80, bro? I was going to say I give it an 80. Yeah, solid 80. Because Dolph if, Lundgren may not like this movie. This is No, his, actually, he went he, back and changed his mind. Did he really change his mind? He said it was great because... I love being a Rocky, but this was my leading role, and it didn't turn out as badly as everyone said it did. Right. That that's an that's a good review. That's a good review. Yeah. If if, if people said that about like the podcast, they go, "Oh, we expected it to be like juvenile farty jokes, but it wasn't as bad as we thought it would be." I'd be like, "That's a good review." All right, I'll take that. I'll take yeah. that review. <laughs> you know. So anyway, shit, dude. Uh, fuck. I mean. Dude, you conquered the beast. We did Masters. <laughs> I was uh, really looking forward that that you uh, thought of it. And uh, did we actually agree on what we're going to do next or what? Not yet. We still got to figure that one out. So stay tuned. Well, I mean, just throw some out there. Just some out there. Wait, you know, I said Willow. So that's, that's out can, there. Can we think on that? Yeah, we can think on that. You know, I was thinking Secret Window. Secret Window? Okay. Because it's not... A lot of people don't know about that movie. It's kind of like, what is the Bill Paxton movie um, where, uh, Frailty. Ah, okay. I want to do Frailty as well. Okay. Secret Window and Frailty are very alike though. Okay. Also Sultan C. What about The Faculty? Never seen it. Never seen it. Is it good? It's it's, uh, decent. It's uh, like late 90s horror, Elijah Wood. It has the dude that played yeah, D-1000. Yeah, it's, it's also got like the chick from Dawson's. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> well, I mean, I'm okay to see it, but I thought you, I think you need to be a little bit creative. But if you want to see, I've never seen The Faculty. It, okay. Now, in that genre of film, like the early 2000s, there was a lot, or late 90s, there was like, I know what you did last summer, which is actually pretty good. That one's okay. I mean, for the, the Jeepers slasher. Jeepers Creepers was actually not bad. Jeepers Creepers, that was a good one. Wrong Turn was great. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Wrong Turn was really is good under fucking yeah. rated. I never heard of anybody talk. Man. No, not yet. No, but okay. it's it's on the table because okay. you still need to do Wolf Creek. I've already talked oh, to you about Wolf that's Creek. Right. Wolf Creek. Wolf Creek yeah, is yeah. fucking. Okay. It makes take Text Chainsaw Massacre look like a Disney movie. That's one we still got to do though too. Texas. That's on Thanksgiving. That's right. That's right. Okay. I was gonna do it last Thanksgiving, but I didn't have a good like person to bounce off with, 
and I didn't want to really put TCM through the grinder. Um, meaning, when I first started, I did Terminator, I did Alien, I did it like analytical. Whereas a movie like TCM, you can't really do that because you'll have about 20 minutes of dialogue. There's right. really not a lot. It's all visual and like concept versus context. Yeah. You know, and so that's a conversation. That's not just a watch and me report the watch. Right. Yeah. Definitely, definitely a different vibe for that. Yeah. One. Like, for instance, um, I, I can't do a uh, Friday the 13th without a guest. Oh, yeah, totally. Because it's like, then Freddy does this, and this person gets killed, and here's the description of the kill. Then this, you can't do it, you know? Right. Uh, there's there's just certain movies you can't. Like, Jaws, I could do by myself, easy, you know? I could do certain movies by myself because there's so much content there. Then again, there's certain movies that's like, it's a conversation, dude. Yeah. Because we know this ain't fucking movie of the year this movie is great <laughs> but why is it good we need to fucking talk about this shit. yeah yeah cool all right man well um you got right. anything else on this no just be kind rewind yeah and uh shit i think i need to return some fucking videos